Welcome to Marketing School, the only podcast that provides daily top-level marketing tips and strategies from entrepreneurs that practice what they preach and live what they teach. Let's start leveling up your marketing knowledge with your instructors, Neil Patel and Eric Sue. All right, so we're going to talk about how auto GPTs will change business and marketing forever. So in the last episode, listen to how we believe search is going to change quite a bit. We've kind of led into this episode on auto GPTs. And first, let's define chat GPT first. So chat GPT, for those of you that don't know, it's the chat interface where you can ask it questions. You can ask it to repurpose something for you, summarize something for you. You can ask it for tax advice if you wanted to give you tax advice. And the thing from a couple months ago when ChatGPT was released was, oh, the whole idea that in order to get ChatGPT to function well, you have to ask it good questions. And so this whole new role, like humans like to be creative, right? We're like, okay, what's going to happen in the future is we're going to need these prompt engineers where they just continue to ask good questions, ask good questions. Well, that might change a little bit now with auto GPTs and what auto GPTs are they are the ability for GPTs to talk to each other, to communicate with each other, and basically to auto-prompt each other. So once you ask it one question, such as, hey, help me take over the world or help me make a, a billion-dollar business, it'll just keep going down the list, and it might take you from the beginning to the end with much less human assistance required. What are your thoughts, Neil? Yeah, I think it's amazing from the aspect of it's learning. So when people are prompting and they're asking questions and when you are it's learning what are you trying to solve for like what's the end result you're trying to achieve and it's trying to figure out what you need to know every little thing in between so that way it can just help you get to the end result faster and this is just making things just more efficient and why wouldn't they do this who wants to keep asking more and more prompts at the end of the day you're just looking for an answer to your problem or you're looking to get a specific solution and if they can help you get there faster it's a win-win yep so let's talk about some examples here so for example if i am playing Let's say Neil's teaching in India or something, and I want to take his talk and translate it over into Mandarin and put my face on it so I become a superstar in China or something. That's possible. And let's say if Neil's kids, let's, he has two kids, Emma and, and William, now teaching them some folklore about Confucius, for example. He's Chinese, but he can change Confucius into like an Indian superstar or something. And so you can do a lot of these things now where you can change the music, you can change video games, you can change everything. And here's another one. I don't know if you heard about this one. You probably did, Neil, but Chaos GPT. So Chaos GPT, it was kind of done as a tongue-in-cheek type of application. And it was a creative GPT basically saying, hey, why don't you just go ahead and create something that will eliminate humanity and make sure you delete yourself after or delete yourself after that's done, right? And then it starts to create all these prompts. And so there's a really good segment on this with the All In podcast. I believe it's episode 124 or so. And the first 30 minutes, the hosts, I mean, who are all investors in their own right, and there are, some of them are operators in their own rights, they're talking about the implications behind this because now the ability to say, hey, like Neil and I aren't necessarily hackers, but I remember when I was eight or nine years old, I used to download these hacking tools where I can like go into my friend's computers and open their CD-ROM drives or download files or like play around with their mouse. Now that kind of brings me back to that memory. Like that just clicked for me. It's like, oh my God, it's going to be that easy to pull nefarious stuff. And you better believe there are bad actors out there. So I believe business and marketing will change. There's going to be good actors as well. But fundamentally, the 
the cost of innovation and the cost of getting things done now is going to decrease quite a bit. I'm not too worried about the bad actors. You're going to see a lot of these companies like the open AIs of the world set parameters and rules so that way people can't use the technology for abuse. And I'm not saying it's going to be perfect. You're still going to get some bad actors. But overall, you're going to see a lot of these platforms control some of those things. And you're going to start seeing governments step in and make sure that people aren't abusing and trying to really hurt others. Uh, Just like if you hack and you do mischievous things, depending on what you're doing, and I'm not a lawyer, you could potentially go to jail and there could be some crazy ramifications for it. But going back to AutoGPT, it's pretty much learning. At the end of the day, why should you have to be good at prompts and type in tons of things to get the answer that you're looking for when it can just end up giving you the solution? And if you think about marketing, Your goal as a marketer is to help people solve their problems as fast as possible. Whatever people have issues with or whatever answers they're looking for, the faster you can get them to the end result, the better off you're going to be. The final thing I'll leave off with is the, I actually have listened to a couple of Sam Altman interviews and he's very much worried about safety, but regulation's coming. And so I was reading this Axios piece yesterday about one of the senators, his name is Sherman, I believe, his last name's Sherman. So details here, he says, potential regulations from Congress would be focused on four guardrails geared towards ensuring responsible AI requiring the identification of who trained the algorithm and who its intended audience is, disclosure disclosure of its data source, explanation for how it arrives at its responses, transparent and strong ethical boundaries. So Shermer's guidelines, I should say, or Schumer's guidelines are focused on transparency and making sure people understand what's behind the AI that's spitting out a paragraph of text helping sort their social algorithms or scanning their face at the airport. So this stuff is coming. I do believe we're going to see we're going to see some crazy stuff happening from bad actors and I believe though it's a net positive for humanity. That you know what's an interesting thing Neil as we work towards wrapping up here is only 38% of Americans think that AI is a net positive whereas 78% of the Indians and the Chinese people believe it's a net positive. So, you know, your mileage may vary. Um, take it for what it is. But I do believe, Neil and I both believe, I was like, actually just in a text group right now asking, I was like, hey, who here wants to do a mini, uh, like a micro mastermind that will disband in a few weeks, but just to talk about how we're using AI for our companies and sharing some of the learnings. And a lot of people raise their hands in there. So that is what it is. Like, try to learn as much as you can. Try to experiment as much as you can so you don't fall behind. Anything else, Neil? That's it. All right, don't forget to rate, re- subscribe, and subscribe to us on YouTube as well. Share, share the videos. It helps us grow, and we will see you later. We appreciate you joining us for this session of Marketing School. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show, and visit marketingschool.io for more resources based on today's topic, as well as access to more episodes that will help you find true marketing success. That's marketingschool.io. Until next time, class dismissed.